Welcome to the 300th episode of A Photographic Life. Bob Dylan there with Forever Young, I think, putting forward some of the intentions, I suppose, some of the hopes that I had when I began this podcast. In a sense, what it's become is something very different to what it began as, and that's probably a really good thing. Initially, my wife kept saying to me, you've got to write a book, tell all these stories that have happened to you over your career with photography, hence the title of Photographic Life. But after episode one, I instantly realised that I was bored by those stories, so why should anybody else hear them? And I thought about doing something different. I thought about creating a podcast which was very much an arm around the shoulder to photographers who at the time seemed to me to be speaking out and proclaiming, I suppose, the issues, the concerns they had with photography and how it was impacting on their lives. What that then started to make me think, I think that was by about perhaps episode six, five or six, that perhaps I didn't really understand what photography meant to me. So I thought that the best way of finding out was to ask others. And that's where the thread, what does photography mean to me, to you, began. And now we've been asking photographers every week for a huge amount of episodes. I'd really encourage you to go back through the archive and listen to some of them you'll also get a sense of how the podcast has evolved. I'll never forget that first episode when I spoke into the wrong side of the microphone and therefore recorded all of the birds around the shed. And yes, this episode still comes from the same shed that episode one came from. A few things have changed in the shed. I've got a little bit more professional, but not a lot. So in this 300th episode, what I thought we should do and what I would do, and perhaps you'd like to join me in this sense, I suppose, of reflection, is think about what have we learned? We've had an incredible range of photographers answering that question, what does photography mean to them, coming from all areas of practice and from all around the world. But certain themes, I think, have been dominant. And they're the themes I'd like to discuss in this week's episode. The first, I suppose in a sense, is the most important. Where did it all begin? What was it that got these photographers engaged with the medium? So passionate. There's no doubt that one of the common themes that began that, that instigated those passions were other people, members of their family, giving them a camera at a young age. Perhaps a relative who was interested in photography. Sometimes it's been a book that somebody else gave them, that they showed them, that they came across in a library. And that book acted as a gateway 
to a photographer's work and therefore photography itself. Occasionally, photographers have spoken about that camera, it, the model it was, how it worked. But then they've never spoken about any cameras after that. That first camera had an emotional attachment. But from that point onwards, the cameras were tools, nothing more than that. And therefore, this podcast has never been about cameras. It's never been about technique. It's always been about what is true. What is the essence of photography? What is that initial emotional, physical, intellectual connection with the idea of making photographs? I think it would be fair to say that every single photographer that has contributed to the podcast has spoken about the idea of the camera being a license to meet people. Something that they could use to overcome insecurity, a lack of confidence, perhaps take them into new worlds, different worlds, in which they could tell stories. And the telling of stories and the creation of narrative has been key to every single photographer who has contributed to the photographic, photographic life, I should say. I should also say, I suppose at this point, that I'm not reading off any script here. This is freeform, as always. The Photographic Life podcast has never been about creating an episode, structuring an episode, timings. It literally is me just sitting down and talking in the shed to the microphone. And I think that's relevant also to photographic practice. Every photographer that's contributed has told us about that confused kind of journey they've been on. Very rarely did they get to a place that they thought they were going to get to. And that relationship with photography over the years evolves and it changes. Where you might start off as an apprentice working as a photojournalist, you might evolve into a contemporary art photographer making work for galleries. You may continue working on a commission basis. What doesn't change is that connection with the medium and that willingness to allow it to take you wherever it goes. That's exactly the same as on the podcast, of course. So I suppose what I've learned through this is to be confident when we make mistakes. And you all know that I make lots of mistakes in every podcast. In the background to this one, you can probably hear the builders next door drilling away. They've been going for a year. I don't think they're ever going to finish. But that doesn't matter to me. I don't think what we're searching for here is perfection. I don't think what we're searching for here is technical perfection. I think we're just going to all try and do our best and hopefully communicate. And that is another thread, another theme that comes through all of the contributions when these amazing photographers who we've had contribute to the podcast talk about their work. They're aiming to communicate to be a bridge between the people they photograph, the environments, the places, the experiences, and share those with the viewer. Because the viewer is just as important as the photographer. There needs to be a relationship built between those two people.
In a sense, I suppose, photography is an incredibly selfish practice. I've often joked about how we only allow one eye to even see the photograph. That's how selfish the photographer is. But at the same time, with the growth of social media, the photographer is sharing their work in a way in which they have never done before. As soon as an image is created, it can be put up onto Instagram or to any other social media platform with the hope of some kind of connection being made through a like or through a comment. This in itself can be dangerous, and it's one of the reasons why I felt that the podcast was important, so that we could move away from that idea of validation to a sort of a deeper understanding of why are we making this work? Why are we doing it? I think that over the episodes and through the contributions, when I started out, as I said, I was looking to find out what photography means to me. And I think I now do understand. For me, photography is history. It's memory-made history. Memory being subjective and history being, hopefully, objective. Now, I know that a lot of you will argue with that comment about history being objective. Of course, history is written by the historian and interpreted by the historian. But hopefully the photograph can go some way towards pointing to a, an, an actual a fact, something that happened, what it looked like, what people were doing, what they were wearing. And in the most successful photograph, what they were feeling. We've heard that again and again, I think, in the contributions. I think that's something I've learned from our contributors. That constant process of evolution that I spoke about earlier, that evolution of practice. Very sadly, a number of the contributors have passed since their contribution was aired, since we began making the podcast. And therefore, those recordings of them actually saying what does photography mean to me, take on a whole new relevance and importance. And I'm pleased to be able to say that I've been able to pass on those recordings to the family and friends of those photographers. Perhaps they're a little bit too raw to hear in the moment, but they can keep them and perhaps pass them on to other generations. And for me, that's the importance of photography. I think that's what I've learned. Now, what I like to do for this 300th episode is include something that I did back in 2021, which was to create a super mix of different photographers, all from their contributions as to what photography means to them, but brought together to try and bring together some kind of a I suppose, group understanding. So you may have heard this before in a previous episode, but we have so many more listeners now, I thought it was worth playing it again. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you've enjoyed all 300 episodes of the podcast so far, or however many you've chosen to listen to. Suffice to say, this isn't going to be the end. I'm going to keep going. Don't forget, there's always a lot of history to be made. To take a photograph is to align the head, the eye and the heart. It's a way of life. What does photography mean to me? What does photography mean to me? What does photography mean to me?
What does photography mean to me? What does photography mean to me? We're still trying to figure it out, but in any case, we'll just talk about areas that we think it might be. Photography has meant different things to me at different times in my life. My life has been anything but linear, and at times I have struggled to make sense of it. For me, living a photographic life means that I continually return to my camera to explore the world around me and who I am as I go through life's different chapters. At first, it was it was a vehicle. It was uh, a way to get from one place to the other. It was just uh, a rental car. You know, rent a car and drive, drive it like it was stolen, drive it till the wheels f- fall off. That's uh, that's what it was. You know, it's it was a uh, it, it was an excuse to go anywhere and do anything and and have a front row seat to uh, whatever was of interest to me. I was shy, a bit awkward, very self conscious about my appearance, but I didn't want to be watching from the edge. I wanted to be in amongst it all. Photography gave me that power. It gave me a way to be up close with the clique, yet remain kind of hidden. Behind a camera, I felt safe. I felt protected. And of course, being a photographer gave me a role to play. One I was much more confident in than just dressing up and looking good. I was given a camera, and the moment I saw the world through the lens, I became obsessed. I could create a new world through the camera. I could navigate the world in front of me through my images. As a photographer, you belonged to a larger group. And if you were going to belong to this larger group and participate in it, you had an obligation, a responsibility to say something. For me, the key thing about photography that lasts that's important is either on the one hand, personal work that records your family, your history, your friends, that kind of stuff. And the other is documentary work that's set in context, historical, political, news even, well contextualized, thought through, and not just treated as a sensationalist media, which photography so often can be. And I think one of photography's really unique capabilities as a medium that perhaps marks it out uh, in some ways as special is its ability to pay attention to things that would otherwise go unnoticed. I aim to elicit compassion and bring our shared humanity to the fore. I view and experience this work as an act of empathy. Going inside my subjects' lives and entering their physical and emotional worlds has transformed and refined my ability to see Photography for me is a realization that I'm attempting to, that what I'm attempting to do is to find new pathways of representation. It's my way of communicating with the world. Without it, I literally wouldn't know what to do with myself. It gives my life meaning because when I find something that I feel people should know about, I photograph it and then try to get it published. It seems to me that places, events and ideas are continually reframed redrawn and renegotiated depending on the social, political or artistic viewpoint of the individual. We all have our own unique biography and stance, thereby bringing a unique perspective to the subject we are representing. Photography is a way to weave my feelings without using words. From an early age, I was not very good at talking to people. Naturally, I wanted to find another way to express myself. I think I've always been more comfortable as a spectator rather than 
or as a spectator rather than a sort of participant in life. Um, I really seem to notice little things. Photography always involves me going down the rabbit hole, driven by a curiosity of something beyond myself. But it's always deeply personal because it comes from my psychology. It's seeing for myself how other people and places think and feel and operate. From this I have learned about myself. It captures something very specific and intimate. And yet we, the audience, can take ownership of the images and read our own lives into them. These may become stories that the photographer can't walk away from either. And I truly believe that when photography engages with education, culture and politics, we can create a better world with different voices and perspectives. Like most photographers I know and respect, it takes hard graft. You have to inhabit the journey 100% to really make it happen. And as with any creative journey, tenacity, commitment and self-belief are vital ingredients. Photography gradually took over my life. A bit like the portal in the film Being John Malkovich. I fell into photography and my life was never quite the same again. Everything that I've always been trying to do with photography, without actually really realising it, but is a desire to try and capture the world as if I'm like an alien who's just landed on the planet and is walking around, seeing everything for the first time and going, whoa, what is that? Uh, and, and also it's, it's opened my mind to so many things. Uh, it's probably the most difficult thing I've ever practised uh, as it's a constant battle with myself. It's a way, photography's a way to find a release and face, face it and deal with it. As much as I know intellectually that there are solid reasons in physics and chemistry that photographs exist, I still experience them as a form of magic, as an alchemy that turns light into images. Photographs aren't magical just because they reproduce reality. To me, they're all the more magical because they transform reality. There is nothing more exciting than scrolling over the film strips through a loop and being surprised by a great moment that appears in front of me. Your camera's a great listener. You can tell your camera pretty much anything. As long as there's enough light on, it nods and understands. It hangs around your neck and holds your hand. In my case, the camera has been the key that's unlocked the door to people and places I would have never been exposed to. And when you experience something in the present moment, you, you yourself are present. You feel present in your life and in life. The act of photographing someone rationalizes the need in me to intimately connect to people that feels less possible otherwise. It's an exploration of the world I feel a detachment from. And all of a sudden, I had a new way of showing a landscape which only previously existed inside my imagination, like stills from films that don't exist. Photography is an easy medium. It seems so easy. It reminded me of the time when I picked up a bass because I thought it was the easiest instrument to play in a band. Well, it was not. So I've been doing photography for over 20 years, really, without having an awful lot to show for it. My works are not meant to be of this time, but to transcend in its basic form the elements of time. So in that regard, photography is like this impossible mirror for contemplating 
my internal ecosystem, if you will. It's like my photos are not like bright and happy. Um, I seek out scenes that are beautiful and rich, but they're not afraid of the dark. It is a way of trying to understand something, a way to explain to myself an idea, a world, a way of reconciling, a way of exploring something I don't know that I'm curious about. I have a I have a, a dual relationship with it in that it has given me everything I have in my life um, and it has opened all the doors that I wanted it to open when I first began. However, that being said, the actual act of doing photography fill, fills me with um, a terrible consuming anxiety. I think I first started photography and picked up a camera because for me it was about satisfying curiosity and finding out about the unknown and taking me away really from what was comfortable, what was my everyday life. You can profit from a negative and make it a positive. The subject is not beautiful in the sense of living in it, but beauty is being alive. I consider it a good thing that an evolving technology has enabled everyone or at least everyone with access to a smartphone and the internet to communicate visually with no special training, skill set or equipment necessary. Uh, I'm Brian Griffin and uh, I'm one of the most boring photographers on earth. don't even really like photography that much. Well, photography means a great deal to me and has become a very big part of my life. Uh, photography was my life but uh, now today I would say it's part of my life I'm a photographer it's how I engage with the world it's uh, it's how I engage with life but photography is something I use to communicate I share exhibit and publish other people's opinions have always interested me even when negative but pictures are needed so there's this sense of organizing and a sense of safety I think in kind of creating a container for your thoughts. I can use this idea of visual storytelling uh, to capture issues and capture stories that I think are important and then share it with the world. You know, it's it's interesting. Photography is like a, a universe unto itself. And I know we're living in an age now uh, in 2018 where, you know, everybody's a photographer and, and everyone has a smartphone. And while that is true that virtually anyone on on earth can make pictures and be a photographer there's something about having um not just skills but the training to understand you know what are my responsibilities as a photographer and uh what what how can i use it to have a deeper impact the information that photographs contain are the key for our future selves to stop us repeating these mistakes we have to have some solidarity, some community, some care, and make our pictures with love. Always treat people as individuals, never as types. And read Let Us Now Praise Famous Men by James Agee and Walker Evans, because it's the Bible. Uh, so what does photography mean to me? Uh probably memories. Photography is posterity. History documented one moment at a time. One thing that's for certain, the Helsinki bus station theory reigns supreme. These stories have little relevance to the work I make as an artist. 
yet there are a series of stories that through chance and happenstance have perhaps brought me to where I am now. I am a photographer. And of course, don't forget to take care. See you in episode 301.